Welcome to the Compliance 911 Show, a no-nonsense podcast discussing hot topics for today's busy compliance professional. It's everything you wanted to know about regulatory compliance, but we're afraid to ask. And now, here are your hosts, Dean Stockford of M&M Consulting and Len Suzio of Geodata Vision. Welcome to our podcast series addressing everything you wanted to know about regulatory compliance, but were afraid to ask. Dean, in episode six, you warned of stepped-up enforcement with fair lending for consumer transactions. But can you expand on everything we are hearing as it relates to commercial borrowers and fair lending? Sure, Lynn. As you mentioned, our last podcast focused on fair lending for consumers, addressed any changes in regulation or expectations from regulators, and hinted that we would see stepped-up enforcement in new regulations relating to commercial applications. With the political changes in our country, we've also seen stepped-up enforcement since President Biden took office with respect to fair lending across the board. However, there have been particular emphasis on commercial. The recent noise surrounds the Dodd-Frank Act from 2010, which included law changes to ECOA. In fact, Section 1071 of the law amended ECOA to require financial institutions to compile, maintain, and submit to the Bureau certain data on applications for credit on women-owned, minority-owned, and small businesses. You know, it's interesting, Dean, by the way, it's been more than 10 years since Dodd-Frank passed, and Section 1071 has yet to have the regulations promulgated. Um, But, Dean, with respect to the law changes, are institutions now required to document the data you mentioned? Yeah, it's an excellent question, and yeah, you're right. you are right. It's been quite a time, quite some time since uh, the implementation of Dodd Frank in 2010. Uh, so this uh, this seems like old news, but uh, quite frankly, is is new news. And the law would seem to imply that institutions should be documenting this info, and we've actually heard comments from regulators expecting to see this info. However, I'd err on the side of caution, given that regulations have yet to be written within the law. It actually provides, in general, each financial institution shall compile and maintain in accordance with regulations of the Bureau. And I say emphasis added there because in accordance with regulations of the Bureau suggests obviously we need to wait for the regulations. So be prepared as to what the information changes will be, but I'd wait for specific regulations to be finalized before implementing any of those changes. So. Dean, what if an institution wanted to implement the provisions in advance of the regulations being finalized? You know, this. Uh, let's get ahead of this so we have more time. <laughs> well, I'm all about being proactive, but I think it's best practice for institutions to wait for regulations to be finalized before making attempts to implement any of the provisions from the law. This is particularly important when dealing with fair lending and protected classes. In fact, in certain cases, it may be deemed illegal to document certain demographic information in loan files. So once again, makes sense to wait. Okay. So wait for the regulations to be written as it relates to documenting whether an application is for credit on a women-owned or minority-owned or small businesses. 
but are there other areas of law that require changes or regulation as well? Should institutions be preparing for additional changes based on this law? Yeah, another great question, Len. And of course, there are additional changes that will impact ECOA. So let me break some of these additional changes down for you. Uh, there are some general definition changes. The Bureau is considering a general definition of financial institution in a manner consistent with a section of Dodd-Frank 1071 H1, which defines the financial institution as any partnership, company, corporation, association, incorporated or unincorporated, a trust, an estate, a cooperative organization, or other entity that engages in any financial activity. The Bureau is also considering clarifying terms, as we just discussed, with women-owned businesses, minority-owned businesses, in line with definitions of those terms provided as well in Dodd-Frank sections 1071, H5, and 6, and to clarify the categories of minority individual used in the definition of minority-owned business to mirror the aggregate categories used in the changes that we saw as part of the Home Mortgage Disclosure Act. Products that meet the definition of credit under ECOA are, are not otherwise excluded from collection and reporting requirements will be covered products under 1071 as well. The Bureau is also considering proposing the following products not be covered by 1071 rule, consumer designated credit, leases, factoring, uh, trade, trade credit, and merchant cash advances. Uh, the definition of application, uh, the Bureau is considering modifying that largely consistent with the Reg B definition an oral or written request or an extension of credit that is made in accordance with the procedures used by the creditor for the type of credit requested, which is essentially saying that there's some flexibility in the definition of that within institutions based on the type of, of, of credit somebody's applying for. There are also mandatory data point changes that are uh, that that will be in front of us. Um, and again, uh, various sections of the Dodd-Frank Act will require uh, institutions to compile and maintain a record of information provided uh, for any credit applicant pursuant uh, to certain sections of Dodd-Frank and report that information to the Bureau. And again, very similar to manners that we see Humda recorded now, uh, the mandatory data points that they're uh, referring to. Um, again, I, we keep coming back to it, but whether an applicant is a woman-owned, minority-owned, or a small business, the application or loan number, the application date, loan credit type, uh, the loan credit purpose, the credit amount, the limit applied for, uh, the limit approved, the type of action taken, the action taken date, certain census tract information about the principal place of business, the gross annual revenues, and and uh, race, sex, and ethnicity are also uh, are, are going to be uh, key changes when it relates to principal owners of those businesses. There are also some discretionary data points um, that the Bureau is considering in the timing of the data collection as well um, of when it will be uh, required at the application, uh, so on and so forth, consistent with other regulations. Shielding data from underwriters and other persons uh, in the process so that, again, trying to stay away from any type of discriminatory type trends uh, and then applicants' uh, right to refuse uh, certain information. The Bureau is considering proposing that the right of the applicant under another section of Dodd-Frank 
um, provide certain information that applies uh, to the financial institution specific inquiries regarding women-owned, minority-owned status, as well as the race, sex, ethnicity, principal owners, um, but not the FI specific inquiry regarding small business status. And then compiling, maintaining, and reporting 1071 data uh, to the Bureau, uh, they are also considering proposing uh, data collection be done on a calendar year basis and submitted to the Bureau within a specific time after the end of the calendar year in accordance with uh, 1071 E3 um, of the Dodd-Frank Act. The Bureau is also considering proposing a prohibition and including certain personal identifiable information about any individuals associated with small business applicants or borrowers in the data that an FI uh, is required to compile, maintain, and report to the Bureau, other than information specifically required to be collected and reported, such as what we just indicated, race, sex, ethnicity, and principal owners. Privacy considerations involving the Bureau uh, publication of 1071 data. Um, clarifying that, implementation periods, uh, Section 1071 does not specify any uh, specific period, though uh, other sections of Dodd-Frank requires uh, the Bureau uh, to submit or, or requires the institution to submit the data to the Bureau on an annual basis. The Bureau is considering uh, proposing that the financial institutions have approximately two calendar years from the implementation um, in order to, you know, uh, following the Bureau's issuance of the uh, eventual 1071 rule. Dean, boy, you sure covered a mouthful. Uh, I'm certain, I am certain a lot of our listeners are going to be glad that this is recorded because I think people are going to be playing back your, back your comments over and over again because you covered so much. Uh, I am hopeful that our audience found today's uh, podcast informative and interesting. And this is Len Suzio with GeoData Vision. And this is Dean Stockford from Eminem Consulting saying thank you for listening to today's topic on fair lending and commercial applications. And stay tuned. Uh, a lot more to come on that. Uh, if you, Please let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear. And thank you for attending today's podcast. Thanks for listening to the Compliance 911 Show. If you like the podcast, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, please give us a like and review to help others find the show. As always, links are in the show notes, and you can always find us online at compliance911show.com. Follow Eminem Consulting and Geodata Vision on LinkedIn for all the latest news and information on compliance hot topics.